Here we go. West Hills Friends is a Quaker meeting in Portland, Oregon. You can find more information about our community at westhillsfriends.org. As a Quaker community, we encourage everyone to share from their hearts. Especially as it pertains to God's leading in their lives. These words are shared into a community that values the opportunity to respond and dialogue about what is said. The responses and dialogue are not included in this recording. The views expressed in this content are solely those of the original contributor. And do not necessarily speak for the entire West Hills Friends community. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. I've been gone a whole lot this last year. Uh, I, except for last Sunday, I haven't been here in two and a half months or more. And I was at a retreat a few weekends ago, and the theme was gratitude. Gratitude as a subversive activity. And so I really want my first words to you to be how grateful I am for this meeting. In a sense, you guys saved my life. You kind of saved my spiritual life, certainly. Or at least you helped the healing faster, however you want to put that. But even if you've been here since then, even if you're brand new, you're a part of this continuum. And I am so grateful for each and every one of you. You got to know that. When I was first coming here, there was a man named Paul Wilson. And one of the questions he asked over and over of practically everyone he met and every visitor we had was, what do you do in the silence? And I think we expect people to come here and kind of know what to do. We have a little pamphlet that tells you some ideas. And so one of the things I wanted to share with you this morning is one thing I've learned in the past couple years that I now do in the silence and I do it because it works. One of the fundamentals of being a Quaker for me is if it isn't working, we stop doing it. Unless we're led to keep doing it, in which case we keep doing it. And that's the joy of it. So um, <clears throat> I'm going to start, though, with a reading that came to mind when I was pondering this idea. What do we do in the silence? Because it could simply be called prayer. And who is it who said that there are really just two prayers? The first one is thank you, the second one is help, and then she added a third? Wow. So who? Anne Lamott. Lamott, thank you. And what I love about that is the simplicity of it. So if you have your Bibles, that's fine. If not, I'm not going to read all of the passage that's there in the bulletin. But this is from Luke chapter 11. One day, Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who sins against us. And lead us not into temptation. So simple, and yet I'm sure books of thoughtful things have been written. But what I love about this is the simplicity. We come before God with few words. And then the Quaker wisdom added to that was, actually, we come first and we stop talking. We come first and we listen. And what I've been taught to do the last few years by both some early friends writing 
and some contemporary friends writing is in the silence, we, we quiet ourselves as much as we can and we wait, we wait, we wait to feel the presence of God. It isn't just trying to be quiet. It isn't just trying to dismiss thoughts. We are waiting to feel something. And it's my conviction, as I've talked with friends, as I've traveled around the world, that most friends know when that presence shows up in their hearts. And you could reverse it and say, when our hearts have shown up and joined the presence. I, I think both are true, that God's always around us, within us, through us. And maybe it's just what we suddenly wake up and, and are aware of it. But there is that moment when we feel something, it's a physiological thing. I actually brought a Kleenex because for me often that presence is accompanied with <clears throat> a moment of tears. And I don't know why that is, but it happens, so I, I come prepared. This I know to be true. <laughs> and the, the early friends and modern friends say, and when you feel that presence, and you'll feel it as, for me it comes as a deep longing, suddenly, it just says, it's a feeling. It's, an, it's deeper than an emotion. It's physiological as well as emotional, but I feel it. And when, when you get that moment, that's when you go, okay, this is now when I start listening. Is there a message? Do I just get to sit here and savor this presence? What happens? And I know that for me what happens, I can feel the evil in me weakening and the good being raised up. And I choose to align myself with that. I can feel myself being more tender. We've had some hard discussions this last year at West Hills. When I feel that presence, all I feel toward my friends here is gratitude and love and appreciation. I figure that's good fruit, that's good work, and I'm paying attention to it, and this I know. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We're really happy that so many of you are finding it to be helpful and as a way to stay connected with what's going on with us here at West Hills Friends. If you'd like to stay connected with us in other ways, we have a couple options for you. You could check out our website. It's westhillsfriends.org. There you'll find some more information about who we are as a community. You could also follow us on Facebook. We have a Facebook account by just searching for West Hills Friends. You can also follow us on Instagram. We have a Instagram account with the name West Hills Friends. So we hope that you'll get connected with us in other ways. And again, thanks for taking the time to listen to this podcast.